Yo, Foss, you know it's getting real when your when your buddies from the rival teams are inboxing you and telling you we ain't gave up yet. Look out, beware, we're coming still. You, you ain't okay. got to give up. <laughs> Who's talking about giving up? I mean, if you're if you're insinuating that you're not giving up yet, something's wrong. <laughs> I'm not. Something, I'm not it hasn't been a good start. If that's the case. Hey, I don't want and I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to hear nothing. I mean, I understand. We started the Lions started off one and six last year. So do what you gotta do to get through it. We we weathered it. We've done it. It is what it is. Sorry, but I just had to I let me get back to the intro. Welcome to Bleachers and Speakers. I am June. I got my boy Foster with me. And Lions won yesterday. Handle business. Handle business home Monday night football. It was not pretty. Um, I think it was uh, definitely levels of football being played. It was not as close as the score would indicate. There was a lot of points left on the field. A lot of points given up and Total domination as far as playing. I think the Raiders had one good drive, hmm. and that's when they scored. The lone score that they had, it went 75 yards, and they that scored. That was weird. We couldn't stop them for nothing. We couldn't stop the run. It was the run. Like, they had a couple passes to the tight end, and just all run. all And it was, wasn't was on the edges. It was between the tackles, seven, right eight yards. Yeah. Just – Oh man, they it was it was tough running. It, it looked like they had Montgomery on their side, you know. Shout out to Jacobs though. Jacobs is a dope back. He's uh he's, he's one had of those a tough ones. Year, though. He's had a tough year, but he's very capable of 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 getting those of being a workhorse. You know, he's 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 very capable of that and he was getting uh yards and 6-7 yard clips. Uh wasn't breaking any big runs yesterday but seven six seven yard chunks he was getting them and that one drive i'm like come on now we just gonna let you just run like that like what is going on but overall uh it was a very good game on uh production wise i thought the uh max crosby is amazing man Man, that dude is crazy. <clears throat> the the plays he made, like he had several tackles for losses, and uh, there was one tackle where, uh, I think it was uh, St. Brown. He got behind the line of scrimmage. He got James running back several times. He he knocked Jamo's helmet off. Right. But you could tell just, they came off so easy. It wasn't, it wasn't strapped up. That, that but I'm just, it's, it's just, it's worse though when it's behind the line of scrimmage, yeah. and you know what I'm saying it just looks, you know what I'm saying that the, the just the visual of it is like, oh come on, it's like he's scraping the line and making these tackles. Like he's on the outside and he's making tackles inside the tackle box. I can't. So it's like, what do you, what do you do? And he's making these plays all night long. And he's 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 the only one making like plays for them. I think he had more highlights than anybody on the team, and that's oh, very yeah, I mean, difficult to do. He's head and shoulders above the rest as far as talent. But this was a home. This was like a home time. You know, a homecoming for him. So this was this was personal. Yeah, he donated a million dollars to Eastern Michigan, his alma mater, my okay. alma mater as well. So it was uh it was one of those things where you he when I was at the game. So when the defense took the field the first time, he was pumped and he was waving his arms and you you can see 98 right there, and I'm like, wonder what he's gonna do tonight. What did he, he do? Busy. He got busy. Like he has, he has nothing to hang his head about 
outside of losing, but right. it wasn't his fault. He nah, he it did wasn't win. too much more he could do. Right. So I don't know if he sacked golf though. I don't know if he sacked golf, but he had plenty of tackles for losses. Yeah, he, he definitely had some pressures for sure, some hurries. Yeah, he 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 got the he got the running backs and the and the jet sweeps a couple of times. So behind the line of scrimmage, he looked like he he was he was the monster out there. And I went to my first Monday night football game, uh, second Lions game ever. And when you walk in the door. When you walk in those doors, people were yelling. <laughs> uh, they, you, it, it seemed like everybody was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I, I'm gonna tell you, and I, and I hope, hopefully, my wife is is listening because I'm gonna tell this story and she'd probably be mad at me. But pay for parking, right? So pay for parking. Go into the parking spot. And there's people taking up three and four spots because they're tailgating. Right. They got tents and spots. They got, they're playing, uh, what's that? Uh, cornhole yeah. in the park. They're throwing the ball. They're, they're, they're playing catch. They're, they got furniture in spots and stuff. That's the week. There was one spot where we turned in and we basically had to turn around because they had it all blocked off, right? And there's this one guy that's in there, and he's working. He's supposed to be preventing some of this stuff that's going on. So it gets to the point where my wife says, stop the car. And I stop, and I look at her, and she gets out the car. Oh, And she went up to one of the people tailgating, and she said, hey, you know, I can't tell what she said exactly, but you you can see her hands doing like this. And uh, there was a guy that was working and he was talking to her. And then I seen this guy do like this to my wife. I get out the car. You're going to have to. (laughs) Get out the car. That his demeanor kind of, but my wife was on 10. And she was telling them, and I can't cuss on this show, but she was telling them, I paid for parking. Somebody going to move and get me a spot. I don't care because I guess the guy's plight was that he he paid for several spots. She wasn't wasn't buying that night. No, you you know, she wasn't buying that. She wasn't buying that because I think you have to put in your license plate to get a spot for your spot. Now, so. unless you put in several people's license plates, that's right. where you would get a spot. But uh when he was trying to say he was he paid for all these spots, the guy came over that worked there and she was and he was like, "Oh man, he he kind of was like stuck. She's like, "You're going to make sure I get a spot. I paid for it." And these spots cost eighty dollars. Yeah, I know. I know what it costs a pretty penny. So once they, once the guy said he walked around, he talked to somebody, they moved some stuff. He said, "We got a spot for you." So we was able to park, but they were, uh, they were partying in those spots. It was a nice little walk there, um, and that was an eighty dollars spot. And we still had to walk a nice little ways, but it wasn't bad getting in and out of there from a traffic uh, standpoint of view. Uh, yeah. I was I was thinking that it was going to take forever to get down there and get parked and take forever to get out of there. And it wasn't. Okay. So, um, I think it was a lot. I don't want to say which lot it is. I ain't going to get a sauce up. <laughs> I ain't going to get a sauce up. <laughs> no, no. It was, it was easy to get there. Hardly any traffic right there. And uh, it was, like I said, easy to get out. But overall, the uh, the experience, the, it was fun. Uh, it was packed. Uh, we sat next to some Raiders fans. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you're a Raiders fan. Technically, yes. 
I am a Raiders fan, but I wasn't going into Lions Stadium cheering for the Raiders. And like uh-huh. there were, there was some, uh, there was some people around us that were diehard Lions fans. And I'm not talking about the Raiders. I'm talking like Nook, Nook and and Shawshank. Them, them kind of brothers was was in the stands, and you had these people cheering for the Raiders, and they looking at them like. So one dude said, let me take your picture of the Raiders fan. He was like, sure, go ahead. And he took the picture and said, I'm going to take a picture later because I'm a before and after pic. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I, I, oh, it was, man. I'm like, let the man, let the man have his fun. He, he was from out of town, too. Yeah. And he would just happen to be a Raiders fan that was uh that was up and up here visiting and said, Hey, I'm gonna go to the line. I'm gonna go to the Raiders game while I'm here. So uh he was just trying to have fun, but it, he was surrounded by uh diehard Lions fans, like diehard. Like everybody had on like a Lions jersey. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Like people had on Calvin Johnson jerseys. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was it was it was it was crazy. And but it was a it was a good game. And I want to talk about the stuff that was left. Like the score is 26-14, correct? Yeah. It should have been 41-7, like I predicted. Uh yeah, you did. I I inboxed you that. And now, now people, I don't want you to say. Because I don't do predictions on the show, but Foster knows I predicted a forty-one to seven game, right? And I'm all and 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 if you look at it, pick six, right? That was a seventy-five yard return. So meaning we were heading towards the red zone, right? Yeah. So you take that seven away from them. If that doesn't happen, they only have seven points the rest of the night. Now, at that point, the score was, I think it was, uh, it was an awkward score. It was like 19 to 14. So if you take that away, we either get four or, uh, we either get seven or three out of that, right? Then you have the fumble at the three. You know what I'm saying? Reynolds, yeah. That takes away seven or three, right? It's snowing. All those field goals. I don't want to hear that, Foster. <laughs> it is. Don't ruin. Don't don't do that. It's not, is it? For real? Yeah. I mean, can we get out the month of October first? I mean, that's another random. Nah, okay, it's okay. the it's the end of the month, but yeah. But still. Halloween is trick-or-treaters running around. Why does it snow on Halloween? That is weird. Okay. All right. So all those field goals, um, doing a reverse on second and two. That was weird. <laughs> then you have to, then you, then you get, uh, not only do you do a a reverse on second and two, you lose nine yards. You don't get any other yards back and you have to kick a field goal in that situation. Now it's second and two at the eight. You still have a chance to get a first down and you run a reverse or a jet sweep, whatever it was. It was a jet sweep. I'm sorry. Jet sweep. And you get set back to the nine yard line. Like I said, there were so many instances yesterday where they settled for three. I think it was four field goals. Yeah, four field goals yesterday. It's four or five, yeah. You know, you get rid of half of those and replace them with touchdowns. That's eight more points. There's so many points that was left off the board yesterday. It was ridiculous. The 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 pick six really frustrated me. Oh and yeah, it got it got weird. It got weird after that. It was like, oh boy. 
the pick six frustrated me. And it's like, and Peters didn't look fast at all. I don't know why. Peters has been Peters started in Baltimore and ended up getting hurt. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see how he ended up going mm-hmm. to the locker room? Yeah. So yeah, Peters yeah. is a little long in the tooth at this point. Yeah, for sure. But uh, it's like I'm watching him run up the side and I'm like, nobody's catching. Like, why is like? And he wasn't blazing. I'm like, he's just nobody's going to catch him. Like, he's going to well, score. Yeah. Those pick sixes where you're kind of by yourself and and on the sideline, like everybody's going the other way. The other way, going, yeah. And he's going the opposite. So yeah, they they tend to uh, yeah. They, well, you know what? He almost went out of bounds. I think they went in, they yeah. had to review it because he was so close. So they had to review I it. think he was kind of tiptoeing and trying to stay in bounds too. So seventy five yard pick six. Now, I'm sitting there in the stadium, and my wife got quiet. She's looking around. I mean, you can hear a pin drop in the stadium. Oh, yeah, I bet. And and she said, do you think they should run the ball more? (laughs) I'm like, they can throw it. They just can't throw pick sixes. And you can't throw interceptions down there. Like, golf is well capable. He'll, He'll throw that. He'll throw the ball to to the, to the defender's feet in a minute. I mean, to the you know, in the ground to avoid a sack in a heartbeat. It's the same mm-hmm. concept. If it's not there, throw it away. Same concept. Now I don't remember what exactly happened on that play. I just remember Peters getting the ball and running up the sideline. Was, it was weird because his first read was to the opposite side of Brown, and he was mm-hmm. staring him down. I don't know what I don't know what the play was. But it was he was he, he his first read was definitely to the opposite side, and then he uh, suddenly, you know, looked to the other you know to the other sideline, and Brown was I don't know if it was something to do with the route or something, but mm-hmm. he threw it directly. I could it was almost like he was throwing it away, um, but because you know Peters was right on the sideline, but. It ended up going directly to him, and there was no, you know, there there was just no chance, you know, golf golf wasn't gonna uh, wasn't gonna get him, but um, but yeah, that one, yeah, I mean, that game very well could have been, you know, could have been a a serious uh, a serious blowout, but Mm -hmm. you know, as long as we, you know, you know, good teams will find a way to win. When they, you know, despite the fact that it wasn't their best performance, and that's kind of where where we're at with it. So I'm, I can't be, I can't be too mad at it. Two years ago, we lose that game. Yeah, yeah. Or or the Two first half, ago. the first half of last year, we lose that game. <laughs> so it was, it's, it's like you, you get flashbacks while you're watching, and like, oh, not again. Let's let's not get, but uh, you know they they continue the path. Um, they they really really didn't let that pick six bother them. I think they bogged down on defense even tougher after that because I don't remember a drive after their touchdown. I don't remember any drives that really resulted in anything outside that one drive where they scored. So it was uh it was good to see. It was uh it was a it was definitely uh a dominant performance. The the score doesn't reflect, you know, a 12 point victory in the NFL is not that big of a deal. Uh but it's a double digit victory and it could have been a lot more. Uh but from the outset, you know, you you can tell I think uh the Lions got the ball first, right? Yeah, we did. And I think drove down and got a field goal. Mm-hmm. And I think they went three and out. And they didn't go three and out. They might have gotten one uh, first down. But after that, it was, we look up, it's six nothing. Then it's nine nothing. Then that's when they scored on that drive. Right. And so. And then I think when they scored on that drive, 
The Lions came right back and scored right before half to make it 14, I mean, 16 uh, to 7. The pick six came immediately after half, after uh, I think the Raiders went three and out. And the Lions drove down the field and threw a pick six to make it 16 to 14. I was really upset. Like, I can't. They don't allow us to to cuss on this show. It's a good thing. I didn't go live from from the. I mean, it was it was just it was so frustrating. It was so frustrating. But in uh, what we'll do is we'll take a little break and uh, we'll get we'll start off with our grades. Foster, I hope you got your grades ready. On the fly. On the fly. On the fly. On the fly. Well, you know, on the your on the fly is is better than my studying at times. So hey, we'll, we'll we'll get to it after the after the, our uh, wonderful listeners check out our ads, and uh, the viewers you won't get you won't get the ads, but you'll get a transition like this. <laughs> Shout out to Hank Nation and my boy Ross for that transition. Uh, he supports us. Uh, if you ever want to watch some media content, go to Hank Nation. Check out what he has in store. Uh, Dope Ideas Media. And he, like I said, he did that transition for us. But now, Foster, let's get into looking at these uh, these grades here. Offensively, how did you grade the Lions yesterday versus the Raiders? Um, my grade for the Lions was a solid. Mm, I'm gonna say B minus. I'm gonna say B minus. B minus offensively. Okay. I was thinking the same thing, but what's what's your reasoning? Reason being, um, the one the, the one thing that I definitely liked is that we out the gate set the tone with the running game. Gibbs had an amazing game. Gibbs had more total yards than the Raiders had by themselves as a whole. Adams, Garoppolo, it was a breakout, Jacobs. Breakout game for Gibbs. Yes. It was a breakout game. Two in a game. row. You know, he, he, you know, he obviously – it was in a losing effort, but he had a pretty good game last week. But this one was, you know, by far his best game, and he he did well. And he scored, and he scored another touchdown. Laporta scored the other touchdown. And then, of course, we had – um, four field goals as well. Um, the reason why I got to knock them down was the turnovers. Obviously, golf had the pick six. That was demoralizing at the moment. Um, Reynolds had a fumble. And uh, Reynolds had a – well, both Reynolds had fumbles, right? They're both Reynolds. Yeah. Josh, Josh and, Craig. and Craig. Right. This is so the last score, Reynolds, Reynolds, yeah. Right. So um, the, the, the one by Craig was questionable. Um, I think that once the, the final angle that I ended up seeing was one I didn't see during the game. So I don't know if they pulled that one out later on, but it, it did look like Craig was down um, for that second fumble. Um, so they ripped it up um, when he hit the ground. He was already down. Yeah. And and that was Max Crosby again. But um, so, yeah, the fact that they, especially that the turnovers pretty much, they all happened in, on their side, which you can kind of take it two different ways. It made it less detrimental on our defense, but it also um, took away from – they took away field goals and or touchdowns that we could have got. So um, we definitely got to clean – we definitely got to clean it up because when we play tougher game, you know, tougher teams, we're not going to be able to – it's going to be more difficult to, uh, to bounce back from that. Um, so yeah, B minus because of the turnovers, even if we had just scored two touchdowns and had those field goals, I'm not, you know, I'm not that mad about it, but the fact that we had some turnovers involved in it, um, and, and, you know, our special teams did great four field goals. That's credited more so to our, our special teams than anything, but, um, got, gotta, you know, we gotta, we gotta punch it in more once we get in the red zone. So. B minus, but I'm not mad at anybody that 
I'm not mad at people that say C plus, you know, as good as good as golf played as far as the, you know, its completion percentage and stuff like that. Um, gotta, gotta, gotta score more touchdowns. And it's especially when you gave, when you gave a touchdown away on the pick six. Yeah. That, that could have been I gave, crucial. I, I said B minus and I took off, um, I took off points for, uh, the pick six um, in my book when you're okay, there's never a good time to throw a pick six. Let me, let me get, <laughs> let's start there. There's never a good time to throw a pick six, but you cannot absolutely throw a 75 yard pick six. Um, you know, can't do it. Can't do it. Especially uh, when you're heading towards the red zone, that's, Three with the field goal kicker we have, that was definitely three. I also took off points because there were four trips where we were in the red zone and uh, we could not score and we didn't score. Uh, I don't know if it was four times within the red zone. I think it was three times within the red zone because uh, one of the field goals was a 52 yarder. That I ain't mad at, but those other field goals in the red zone. I took off points for because that's three possessions that you could have had seven or should be having seven. Uh, one possession where I was just totally frustrated is is second and two at the eight yard line, and you run a jet sweep and lose eight or nine yards. Yeah, that cannot happen. That was a bad play call, just a bad play call. And then uh, there was. Uh, a missed field goal at the end of the game. I know, but I took off points for all that. And um, I almost said C plus, but I had to look at the numbers. I saw what uh, St. Brown's numbers, mm-hmm. Gibbs numbers, Goff's numbers. Yeah. Uh, that kept them out of getting a C plus. So I'm going to uh, agree with the B minus. Could have been a lot better. That score, that final score, uh, was was not indicative of the performance. It should have been a lot more. But if you want to be realistic, I can't talk from an arrogant point of view because, like I said, we haven't done enough as an organization to be arrogant. <laughs> you win the game by one point, they won. Lions went out and won. So I can't complain about them not winning by 30 and only winning by 12. I'm not going to do that. So let's, let's, let's keep it in perspective. How do you grade the defense, boss? Def- defense, I give an A-. minus. Um, yeah. They had one, one drive that they, they really struggled on that – they just kind of the running game just kind of woke up. They the Raiders have had a, a tough year all year running the ball um, for some reason, and um, Jacob, you know, they def- definitely just got it going on that one drive. But outside of that, um, we were able to blitz effectively, get some pressure on the quarterback. Anzalone had two sacks. Aline McNeil had two sacks. Um, mm. I think Oquara had a sack, and yes. I cannot. Oh, Tracy Walker got a sack. Yes, the, the the blitz packages that we were putting out there were were very effective. Um, there was a weird play where Jack Campbell got got tripped up and and flew directly into Garoppolo's knee. It looked really really bad. Um, yeah, they that was another a, a penalty on that. Yeah, yeah, they ended up calling the penalty. Yes, and um, yeah. which was kind of a tough one, but they kind of had to because he was very vulnerable well, in that situation. Well, um, it was actually. Yeah, but he was tripped though. I don't know if you went back and saw it, but he was falling for because I was wondering. I was like, why did he shoot? No, he his knee he like didn't that? go for the knees. It was him being hit, and that's where what made you him know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, we pass rush was 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 effective. Um, we were able to get to get to the quarterback. Um, Kirby Joseph had a pick on a on kind of on an errant throw by Garoppolo, and I think that that the Picked by Kirby Joseph was after yeah was after the Reynolds uh, intercept 
the the Reynolds fumble. So the yeah. receiver Reynolds, uh, Josh Reynolds yeah. fumble. So, got it right back. Yeah. So we immediately got the ball right back. And um, yeah, the I think Demonte Adams had one catch, maybe two catches um, the entire game. Um, and and the, uh, a receiver, period, didn't get a single catch until the second half. Um, the That's secondary Renfro. completely was a Renf- – yeah, I, I know yeah, Renfro had one, and I think Myers But it was – it was, it was – A screen it or was something. Third and 28. So right. – and they threw a screen. Like, you're going to right. give up if – you're, if you're going to throw short, you, you're going to give up a pass. Any, third and 28, yes. Yeah. He gained so, 18 yards. That's, that's how I know. I remember he gained 18 yards and made it fourth and 10. So. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, so overall, um, Sutton had a great game. Um, Jacobs had a can great we, game. Can we, can we stop there for a second and, and, and acknowledge what Sutton's is doing? Like, you don't hear his name called a lot. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't see him in the highlights as much. But he is quietly having – a wonderful year. He's yeah. holding up his end of the bargain. Uh, I'm not ready to call him a lockdown corner, but he's a very, very good player. And he's doing uh, a good job. And I hate to, I don't hate to say it, but they play a little different when Jury's out there, man. Hey. <laughs> hey, Jury. He's back. Jury, they they look a little different there when Jury's out there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, they definitely beats Will Harris, and I hate to be the guy because I feel like I feel like he he I there's no way he doesn't hear the talk about him. But yeah. um, but yeah, uh, yeah, the, the defense definitely looks a little different with Jacobs out there. Um, Cam Sutton, um, yeah, he really. He really doc, locks down that 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 uh, wide receiver one. Um, he does get the the Raiders. They left a couple opportunities out there, a couple long throws where uh, Sutton kind of got burned and they weren't able to convert. That was when Adams came to the sideline and slammed his his helmet and was pretty upset. But yeah, overall, um, Sutton he's real real quiet dude. Like for the longest time, I didn't even know what Cam Sutton looked like. He was he was kind of a uh, you know, you know, invisible as far as um, you don't see him very often, but he's, yeah, he's been doing this thing all year. And it's, uh, it's nice to have some good cover corners out there because we have had some rough, rough years in, in the secondary department. So yeah. Defense. Yeah. Did I give a grade? A minus. No, that's good. I, I stopped a, you. A, a, minus, yeah, a minus was a, a minus was a grade, but, but, um, yeah, Jacobs and uh, Sutton actually got the game ball. It, it went to the it went to the corner. So good game. Yeah, um, definitely have to give them at least an A minus. I said A, and the yeah. reason why I say A is because you're going to i i can I can agree with the defense giving up a touchdown. I don't have a problem with that, and I don't have a problem with them giving up a touchdown. Uh, when they have to earn it without giving up big plays. Like you don't give up chunk plays and they kind of like dink and dunk, go down the field on the methodical drive. Okay. Maybe once I'll let it slide. And that's what happened yesterday. They took a drive where they hit the tight end a couple of times. Uh, They ran the ball very good. I think Devontae Adams might've gotten a pass that drive. Not sure. But it was, you know, one of those drives where you're like, okay, this can't happen. And it didn't. It didn't happen anymore. Uh, Six sacks. I am not mad at that. Uh, Aleem McNeil had two timely, very timely sacks where we knew uh, they were going to pass. You don't expect your D tackle to get sacks. You expect them to stop the run, uh, create double teams, uh, so your other, so your linebackers and your ends can make plays. And when your D tackle is making, getting sacks, you're, you're you're really doing some things. And all of this with 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 Cam, 
Jury, Aline McNeil, all of this frees up, uh, I'm sorry, Anzalone, all of this frees up, you know, and takes less pressure off Hutchins. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if they're all playing like those, like they played last night, Hutchinson will get his opportunities. Uh, he doesn't have to rely. We don't have to rely on Hutchinson all the time to make plays. These other guys are making plays. It bodes well. So I, too, uh, gave them uh, a A-. minus. Uh, they played very well. And to be honest, the Raiders' offense is not very good. And they, the Lions held up on their end of the bargain to not to, to, to not have the Raiders prove them wrong. You don't want to be the team that says, well, the offense ain't too bad. They scored 30 points on the – you don't want to be that team on the other side of that. Right. You do not want to be that team. So it was a good showing for the offense and defense. It was a great game. 26-14, and uh, good stuff, man, yesterday. I, I, we're 6-2, and two, correct? That's correct. 6-2, and 6-2. And, two. and uh, I got Viking fans telling me, beware the Vikings <laughs> having. I mean, we can't win for losing, bro. Like, when we're horrible, we hear the trash talk. When we're doing good, we hear the trash talk. I don't get it, bro. I, I, it is as long as we're doing it from the top, as, as long as uh, we're hearing it from the, the top of the, the division, they can say what they want to say. We'll, so, we'll see them at the end of the year. For sure, for sure. But till then, my boy Foss is going to talk about his featured player of the week. And I think the person he picked is – it, the time is right for that. Now, be honest with you, Foster picks these people before the game. So, ironically, this guy had a great game yesterday, and Foster had done his homework. And you know what I'm saying? He does his, like, Louis, he don't do research like Foster does. And Foster, <laughs> Foster did his homework, you know what I'm saying? Let's start there. And he's going to talk about this week's feature player of the week. All right. So our feature player this week is Aleem McNeil. Um, he is a nose. Uh, he was a nose tackle out of uh, NC State. He was drafted in the third round, 72nd overall. Um, thus far, the, his first two in his first two seasons, he's played in all 72 games. Um, mm. And uh, coming out of college, he's a natural. He was a natural run stopper, and he was uh, playing that one that one gap. Uh, technique, which is uh, directly over the center. Um, overall, his role has changed a little bit into a more of a pass rushing role. Um, but coming out coming out of college, uh, his his uh, pass rushing uh, ability was uh, was somewhat raw. He uh, utilized his uh, first step in the in the pass rushing role um but he's a triple threat um of power explosion and athleticism um for a guy that's 6'2 325 pounds uh he's he's much more athletic than you might um think um his rookie year he was uh he had a pretty inconsistent year uh playing that that um that one technique uh run stopper position um but he did show a few sparks um throughout that rookie year uh, coming into 20, 2022, uh, he got a little bit of help. You know, Aiden, they, they went and drafted uh, Josh Pascal, James Houston, Aiden Hutchinson, added more talent around him, and they also changed his role. They they kind of revamped the entire defensive scheme, um, but they also moved him to that the three um, the three technique. So instead of uh, him being directly over the center. Um, they moved him to over the over the guard in the the three technique, and that allowed him to utilize more of his tools as far as his uh, his his athleticism and his explosion. Um, so he, he definitely uh, got more comfortable in that role as the year moved on, and Isaiah Bugs kind of took over that that one gap technique. Um, 
uh, going going into 2023, um, he had, he had only he had only received three sacks, and thus far he already has four, so he's already on pace for the best year of his career. Um, but he definitely he definitely came into camp uh, trying to prove a point. He's he was down 13 percent body fat. And um, right now he has an 84, um, 84 rating in his PF in his PFF grade, um, which is a pretty good grade for uh, a defensive tackle. Um, but yeah, he's ha- he's having a good year. He had two sacks uh, yesterday, and um, he's he's been very durable. I don't think he's missed a single game since he started because he's played in uh, seventeen. He played in seventeen games his first two years. And he's already uh, played his eighth game this year. So definitely a durable guy. And I think that at NC State, they kind of limited his role and didn't realize the potential that he was able to get to. And I think that he's he's just now starting to max out at where he could be. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, four sacks with um, another at least nine games, not including the playoffs. So um, I, I anticipate that he's going to continue to um have a good good role on the team and um you know I don't know where our run stopping rankings are right now but uh you know you're you know those guys on the inside are definitely an important role and if nothing else they're taking the blocks to you know help the Derek Barnes and Jack Campbells of the world so that is our feature player of the week Aleem McNeil let's give Aleem that good old Lions roar, and this is not a toilet bowl. I, st- I can't unhear it, man. I can't. Unhear it. <laughs> it's wild, man. Well, so we're going to take another break and uh, play these ads for our listeners. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Wow, got a little bit of action, man. Uh, just a little bit of action with the trade li- deadline approaching. and uh, I wasn't sure. I was hoping for a couple of things to happen. I wasn't banking on it. Like, I wasn't saying that, you know, season's going to be uh, atrocious if we don't make a move. I was just hoping that there would be a move or two made. Um I wasn't going to be content with standing pat. Also been working all day too, Foster. So I'm not quite sure of the of, of the moves we made. So you can tell the people, man, what happened today as far as the Lions with the trade deadline? So as far as the Lions, um, we traded for Donovan, Donovan Peoples-Jones, um, who was a receiver out of Michigan. Um, he was playing. Uh, he's played. Hold on. Hold on. He's from Detroit as well. So yeah, he's from Detroit. Um, yeah, yeah, he went to university. That's actually a family. That's a, a friend of the a friend of the family. Actually, my mom and, and his mom like kick it and whatever. Like, they grew, yeah, grew up together and stuff. So, um, so yeah, I, I'm a little biased on it, but um, yeah, it's a it's a nice little decent. You know, it's a nice little solid uh, pickup. Um, we definitely needed some help at receiver. Um, he hasn't done a whole lot this year in Cleveland. Um, but I think he'll, you know, he can, he can, you know, come in and, and fill a role as a depend, you know, a dependable receiver. Um, you know, I, I don't know to what length, you know, he's going to be utilized. Um, but I think he does return kicks as well. So he that's does? also a return kicks or punts. One of the two, he, he does something as far as returning. Does so, a little both. Um, so yeah, so he, um, that's another opportunity that we might be able to utilize them. Um, but, you know, not a big one. Not not the one, not the home run, the, the, <laughs> the home run pick that everybody was looking for. Um, yeah, they went to but, Chicago and, and, and San Francisco. Yes. Um, the ones I was looking for. Yeah, those are the, yeah, those are the big ones for today. Yeah, as far as today, the Eagles obviously um, made a couple moves last week maybe. Um but a you know, little disheart- disheartening. I know a lot of people that are, you know, ready to, 
you know, cash in now that we didn't go make the big splash. Um, and I, and it's tough to say that if we had struggled more, would we have been more likely to um, take some chances and, and, and go for that big move. But um, we just yeah, I mean, yeah. I that kind we, of approach. We definitely could have. We definitely could have got better as far as um, on the edge. You know, granted, we did get some sacks yesterday. Um, we, we definitely could have got better on the edge. Um, we could have definitely got better in the secondary as well at the corner position. But awesome. I, I, I'm going to keep it real with you, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm totally fine standing pat defensive line. Like, I know we want more production. Yeah. But uh, I really, really, and there's no slight to jury. I was hoping for another corner. Yeah. Yeah. I was hoping that we can put Jury in the slot as a nickel, put him put him at the nickel, and that way you could have uh, Brian Branch at safety. Mm, you know, okay. with with Kirby. That's what I was hoping for. That's what I was hoping for. I really was hoping for that. Well, Branch uh, still could play. It's still going to have to would have had to play that opposite nickel anyways, possibly, but. Uh, but you know, most most of the time there's a safety that does that anyway. I'm right. just talking like uh just I think jury will be that much better as your nickel. But I mean he, even, he, even if it would have been a better, even if it would have been just another corner, just just to so we would have been a little depth. bit deeper at corner. Yeah. Even if it yeah. wasn't the big splash that where they were gonna jump right into that outside corner position it would have been nice to yeah just get a little a little deeper at at corner but you know maybe maybe they're holding out for the cj gardner johnson return he keeps kind of alluding to the fact that you know said he deuce yeah that's yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna call him cj he said he deuce yeah legally changing his name so um yeah he yeah i don't know it's it's a little disheartening. It's kind of whack that people are kind of like, you know, so like, you know, I feel like people are, are kind of jumping out the window on the fact that we didn't make that big thing. But, you know, there's a lot of things that go into that. Um, but obviously the Niners and Eagles and, uh, yeah, the, the, you know, even the Bears, you know, they, they were willing to, to, uh, you know, make those moves to to help their team. I feel like the Bears do so many trades. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, the deadline was at PM. So if you didn't see it happen uh by four, it was a wrap. Yeah. So um you could still pick up a player on waivers. But the the you don't find a lot of high value in wave players. They just just don't wave players unless it's a salary thing, and that's usually done at the beginning of the year. They you know that's not done be, in the middle of the year when they uh, figure, hey, we're not paying all this, and they've already paid it or had plans of paying it. So, uh it's kind of you know, it. I mean. I can't it's it's been working so far with what we have. You'd like to see a roster move, uh you like to see some kind of improvement. But yeah. what bothers me the most is not what we can do, it's the team around us, what they've done. Like when I see uh Chicago Bears pick up sweat, or you know, I see San Francisco picking up uh hmm. Chase Young. That was probably uh, the hottest rumor right there as far as people that were linked to us was the Chase Young thing. That's why you just kind of yeah. feel like, ah, damn, can so, you just imagine? Yeah, so when you see those things, and like, it's like, 
I'm going to throw a beer shot. Like, why are y'all trying to get better? Like, really? I, I mean, let, let get him to the good people. Like, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's in a contract year as well. So maybe, uh, you know, maybe he just, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I think, I think with Holmes is he's, he hasn't dropped that big bag yet. So with a lot of these guys that oh, were, yeah. were up with contracts, I, I still think that he just was not willing to, um, he certainly wasn't trying to, you know, trade them for rental, you know, for the the purpose of renting them. And so I, I just don't think that he was willing to, to pay because the price wasn't as far as the, the the giveaway, what they were giving away wasn't very steep. Three, you know, a third rounder. You know, they were. You know, that's that's nothing. Um, the, the biggest price is paying, you know, paying that extension. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I just think it was more the fear of missing out, seeing everybody else be active, especially those top teams like the Eagles and 49ers. Um, you just w- would have liked us to keep pace with a, um, with a move that was comparable because, you know, people's Jones doesn't really move the needle, but you know, it was a move nonetheless, at least we didn't completely set put, you know, sit put and do nothing. So um, that's the glass half full kind of perspective on it. So we, we will see. Uh, we have a very favorable schedule down the stretch. Um, yeah, we have a very favorable schedule down the stretch and we're getting we're getting more healthy is is the way I'd like to look at it. You know, Montgomery will be back. Um, hopefully we'll get a little healthier on the on, in the secondary. I mean, in the. Uh, on the offensive line, and then mm-hmm. hopefully we see James Houston and possibly you know Seti Deuce soon. Seti Deuce. That's that's gonna feel like a trade. That's gonna feel like a trade acquisition in itself because we don't, we've only had him for what one two games, the Seahawks game yeah. and the Chiefs game. So that's gonna feel like a a big acquisition in itself if if he's able to come back and be in any way serviceable. So. Um, I'm not tripping. The Niners have lost a couple games in a row. Um, so they were in a position to where I think they they had to make a move. Otherwise, the fans would have been kind of, you know, tripping. Yeah. Heading into a bye week. Um, it bodes well. You you want to go into the bye week with a win? Yes. Uh want to go into the bye week with a winning uh, record. Uh, you want to go into the bye week with players that have already missed time that's still healing. Because uh, like I said, I expect Montgomery to be playing uh, by November 12th versus the Chargers. That's what yeah. I expect. Uh, he's been out two weeks. He gets a uh as the bye week. I expect him to be playing. Um I do uh I expect the uh, and this is a good week to pick up uh, a wide receiver like uh DPJ because now he doesn't have to worry about getting uh himself together to play in six days. He has that's true. He has two weeks to prepare, and that's a lot of time for a wide receiver to watch film because a lot of the concepts are the same. It's just the the verbiage mm-hmm. you have to get down, right? And um, you know, and a lot of the reads are the same. You know, technique is technique. That's not going to change. But you just just learning the verbiage and the philosophies of the playbook for different teams is what he has to challenge. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and tell you he should learn the entire playbook in 14 days, but there's going to be packages that they're going to make sure he's prepared for and plays that he can learn in two weeks. Uh, He's very capable, very high intelligent player, intelligent player, and he should be ready to contribute uh, in a couple weeks versus the Chargers. And I think all these little nicks and bruises, that the Lions have had, you know, like with St. Brown and and Jameer Gibbs with, you know, he had a sore hammy and he has a chance to chill out for a minute. 
you know? Yeah. Um, and then you want to take this time also to work on the basics. So that gives somebody like J-Mo time to uh, practice catching the ball. Sorry, I had to, I had to say that. Had to say that, and you know, and and that's is is it's good. We uh walked into that segue because we're almost at an hour, and we have a bye week, so there's no team to pre- preview next. Uh, we'll um we'll probably be back here next. We'll, we'll be back next Monday, and we'll have we'll preview uh the game versus the judges, and we'll yeah. tell you anything that we heard thus far about uh. Donovan Peoples-Jones and his transition to the new team. Uh, there will there'll be something in there, and probably uh play a uh play a quote from uh Coach Campbell. We'll probably get a soundbite to upload, and what we'll do is me and Foster check it out and find out something that we find very important and elaborate on it because I I really really pay attention to these coaches and and how they think out loud and what they have to say to the people. Uh, after a win or a loss. So uh, that's what we'll do next week. Do not worry. I know we have a bye week, but we will be here where you can catch us here at Motor City Metrics on YouTube. And you can also check us out on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. We'll be there. Foster, uh, we didn't do an initial reaction. We usually do an initial reaction to the football games, but I was at the game. And by the time I got in, me and Foster, well, I work. I don't know what Foster does. <laughs> but he claims he had to be up early this morning, so we couldn't do a show after I got home from the game. I got home from the game. It was close to midnight, and I, I had to be at work. So that's why he didn't get an initial reaction. Uh I would have loved to do one, but it was a little loud up in that stadium, and I didn't want to, you know, put out bad footage. I just declined. So, anyway, catch us here next Monday, seven o'clock. Uh, I know we today's Tuesday, but we had a Monday night football game. We wanted to cover, uh, give a game summary of the of the game we had on Monday night. That's why we're here on Tuesday night. But next week, we'll be here on Monday night. Uh, and we started a little early today, too. Um, Foster wanted to start early. Don't know why. He has no job. But still, <laughs> we're here. <laughs> we're here. And I just hope, you know, feds don't find out anything he's doing. I don't know. Uh, he's just a friend of mine. I don't I see him on mine. That's it. In case they're watching. Foster, you got any last words before we get out of here, bro? Oh, I'm going to enjoy this bye week and not have to, you know, deal with the stresses of, uh, you know, I don't know. Tune into the the round table. The round table should be real interesting this week. Oh, the round table tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, we'll drop it on Thursday. But we have our NFC roundtable that we talk about, and that'll be on Spotify and all the streaming bleachers and speakers. That'll be on the roundtable. That'll be on you know the streaming stuff. And I like I said, I got those guys in my ear telling us we better beware. Now, the last time I checked, what is Minnesota's record? They are they are four and four. Okay. Now, picture this. Let's say it's your team, and you're four and four, and you lose your starting quarterback, your franchise quarterback for the year, and you're telling somebody that's been six and that's set six and two in your division, they better beware. The nerve. This ain't the same old lines, bro. That don't scare. That don't move me. So I, I'm, I get the, I get the I'm logic. I, I get the logic, but no, nah, man, you, you know. don't tell me. I better beware, bro. No, you don't tell. Me. You better play ball. 
You at 500. Let me, without your starting quarterback. So, you were at 500. You were at 500 with your franchise quarterback. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Okay, you got Dobbs from Arizona. I respect the fight. They 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 not laying down. Hey man, it's a kid that got beat up after school. He's still a beat up kid, whether you found him respect for him or not, man. And he probably gonna get beat up tomorrow. That's how, that's just what it is. That's dark. I don't I don't I don't condone that. I mean that, that's a bad analogy. That's a bad. Th- thank you. The, the, uh, the, these thoughts do not uh, reflect whatever the disclaimer is. Foster, quit, Im- quit, 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 quit doing imitations of me. That sounded like me. I sound like mm-hmm. I said it. Man. That was you. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. Thank y'all for checking this out. Bleachers and speakers, Foster. You got anything else? Nah. Can I get a go lines or something? Go Lions. 